0: Right, everyone, welcome back to the MAOB Daily Podcast. Round 2 here on Monday, November 21st, 2022. Your host is always Adam Martin. Not joining a big Marcel for this podcast, he had to take off after the first show. But uh thanks Marcel for joining us today. I hope you guys enjoyed that first show where we obviously uh, got to talk about UFC Vegas 65 and some other stuff. This podcast, just PFL Championship Preview, there's no UFC card this weekend, but this card's pretty good. So I did want to uh preview this event. Um, there are 11 fights on this card, so there is quite a bit to talk about. Uh, looking forward to going through this card. I think the card will be pretty good. You know, PFL is is a it's like a decent promotion, so I think you know the card on paper looks looks pretty good. So I'm looking forward to uh, just going through this card with you guys and giving my thoughts on these 11 matchups. We got Joe in the chat. What's up, Joe? By the way, Joe, I know you're an Eagles fan. I bet on them yesterday. They were my parlay, dude, with the Bills and was it Bills and Ravens? That was a sweat and a half, Joe. Was it not? Was it not a sweat and a half? But I had faith in Jalen Hurts to get the job done. Man, I had faith the whole time. I I never thought about like cashing over my bed or betting on the other side. I was like people to do that just to hedge out and stuff because the other two were they had already won at that point. I just thought they were going to get the job done. And they did, man. I was so happy, dude. The guy's a fucking beast. All right, let's get into PFL. Let's do it. All right, um, so PFL Championship, guys. It takes place this Friday in New York. Um. 11 fights in the card. So I'm just going to go through it myself. Again, Marcel's not joining into this. Just me. Hope you guys are okay with that. (laughs) Let's pull it up here. Got the... uh, I'm going to pull up the card for you guys over at Topology. Here we go. There we go. So we got... Sorry, not 11 fights. My bad. It's 12 fights, actually. So there's even one more. I think uh, this one's an amateur fight, though. So I don't know if you want to count it as a pro fight. There are odds for this fight. Not on DraftKings, though. But other websites do have it. I don't know if they'll be pulled because... I think it's an amateur fight. They're not supposed to put odds up for amateur fights. So those odds might get pulled. Let me just see right now. Yeah, DraftKings doesn't have that one. But I know some other sportsbooks do. Again, they might get pulled because they don't usually do amateur fights for betting odds. But let's start with this fight. Biagio ali Walls versus Tom Grazer. I know this guy's related to Muhammad Ali. Um, let me just look at the connection. I, I think he's a like grandson or something. Uh, let me double check here. He is the grandson of Muhammad Ali, yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of an interesting prospect because of that name alone, right? Um, you look at his record; he doesn't have one really. One in one, it's an amateur. Again, this—you know—both guys don't have much experience here. Um, let's just look at his oops, look at his profile here. <sighs> yeah, I mean, he lost one fight, one one this year. He's one in one. He hasn't fought anyone good. But at the same time, this other guy's fighting has no fights, and I mean, no offense to this dude, but like, it just looks like they're setting him up to lose here. Um, I don't think you can bet on this fight eventually. I think they'll be pulling it from the other um, sports books. But if you can bet on it, I would definitely take Ali. He should win this fight, even though he's got no experience. It's just it's clear what they're trying to do here. Okay, let's go to the next fight. This is another fight where I think it's kind of clear what they're trying to do: Dakota Dicheva against Catherine. Um Ditrova is someone that I know about for a while. My boy James Lynch, uh, he's been raving about her for a while now. I think, like, for like the last year or two, I want to say. And uh, man, she's very talented. Obviously, very young, 24, um, starting to make it, man. And if you look at her last fight, PFL was impressive. The other fight, this was in Canada, this uh, Palace Athena Championship earlier this year. UAE Warriors, she looked good in that fight, too. She's just a good young prospect, man. Like, her striking is deadly. Good Muay Thai fighter. So, She's got great striking. I should bring up the odds for this one because, again, you can bet on this one. DraftKings, minus 350, and then her is 290. 2-0, um, two and o, her opponent here. She is 33 years old, trains out of Thailand. Um, doesn't have a ton of experience. Uh, really, like, the opponent, she saw her 0-0. Um, again, you know, she's uh, probably going to lose this fight. I, I, I think Digiva wins this fight, guys. Like, she's someone that they, they, they're they trying to push. I'll probably make a PFL parlor this week, and I'll probably put Digiva in it. I, Feel pretty confident she wins this fight. I'm pretty sure she's going to win, probably by knockout, but a decision is possible too. Next fight, Magomed Magomedkarov versus Gleison Tebow So a few weeks ago, I want to say the odds came out, and uh, Tebow was minus seven hundred at open, and Magomedkarov was plus four fifty. And a lot of people were saying, oh, this line's fake. This isn't a real line." I see people the screenshot they actually got that line. I think Ben Online opened it. They usually, open the odds, and and Adam, there's he's, he's a great odds maker. I mean, he does so many odds for so many fights. This was probably not one of his best openers. I think he'd be the first to admit that. I'm sure they've corrected it by now. But if he got in a Magdalene Karamoff at plus money, oh my God, that's a great bet. Because I think he wins too, right? Like, he should absolutely win this fight. The guy's a beast. I mean, he's really good. And, you know, he could have won even more in PFL had he not been uh, injured or sick or whatever. That was it against, uh, I want to say, yeah, this fight where he got ill. He could have won even he won even more. He could have won another tournament. Um I, I think the guy's really good. I, I'm definitely... I definitely think he's great. So you know, for for me, going against T-Val is more of like a bet against T-Val too. Thirty-nine years old. To be fair to him, I mean, he has looked decent in PFL. Like I'll give him that because, you know, I don't think he beat Rory, but it was close enough where the judges fucked it up. <laughs> I talk about that all the time, but like the other fight he had, like, Alsanawali. It was it was a pretty close fight that's a good prospect, and he beat the other guy. Um, lost his first fight, but. He's not bad. He's obviously got a lot of experience. A lot of people think he's the one guy who beat Khabib. He lost the decision on the paper. It was 10 years ago now. Wow, it's crazy. Uh, I remember watching that fight. But just a lot of fence pushing. Um, t val is, he's a good fighter, man. But I, I think it's a bad matchup for him. I think he loses. So, so far, I, I mean, I like the favorites, but, like, it's a PFL where the favorites, again, it's kind of like Bellator, where the favorites more often not win. But there usually is, like, one or two upsets that fucking blow your parlay, right? It's not a guarantee. So, that's the only thing. You've got to look at the fights, like, each one individually, and like, be pretty confident. I'm pretty confident Ditcher wins. I'm pretty confident Mega McCarvyn wins. The next fight, I'm not so sure about. Right, like, um, sorry, I'm. I got. The, yeah, I mean, Shalty and Stevens is. It's an interesting fight. Shalty's minus three ninety, Stevens plus three twenty. I mean, I do think Shalty wins because to me, he's been fighting at a higher clip and he's been looking better. And Stevens, obviously, he's getting older now, coming off some losses, but like. I don't know. I mean, the odds seem kind of heavy for this one, guys. Like he's lost to really good guys, and then he's going to Bellator or to PFL, excuse me. Clay Collar fight was pretty close. It was a, it was a great fight. It's almost like forgotten about seven months ago now. It was an amazing fight that he beats Small Price. It wasn't impressive, right? And that's why people are down on him to get it. But just saying, like look at the other losses: Gamrot, Catter, Rodriguez, Aldo, Maguire. Like I don't know, man. This, this line's a little long to me. Shalty's good. I I'm gonna pick him to win. I'm gonna pick Shalty by decision because that's what he usually does, right? But he has lost some fights. Last couple of years that he should have won. He should have been Marcin Held. He could have been Olivia Mer- aubin Auburn didn't do enough in that fight. So he's good. He's underrated. He should win this fight, but it just seems like the odds are a little high. Plus 320 for, for uh for Stevens. I'm gonna pick Shalty by decision. That's my pick. Let me get some comments here. Kayla will be in UFC unless Dana and to pay. What's up? Um Jim, what's going on? Uh yeah, she should be in the UFC soon, right? Because like what other fights is she gonna get? I guess unless they bring Cyborg over. Shalty decision. Probably. I'm just saying i Minus three nights, to see a little elevated to me. Like, if you look at Ditcheva and Magomed Karamov, I'm more confident they win. So that's all I'm saying. But he should win. Uh, what's up, Antoine? Do you all think Kayla ever comes to UFC? Oh, he's asking about that. Um, Probably. But again, I think the Cyborg thing is interesting. I did notice today that uh, Alex uh, Bakunin had that, like, humanizing athletes with her. And her favorite fight and favorite knockout were uh, Cyborg versus Amanda Nunes. It's pretty obvious she wants to fight Cyborg. I mean, she wouldn't throw that out there unless... She wanted to fight her, so I think mean, that's the fight she wants. Next fight here, we got Shane Moraesh versus Marlon Marlin Like what what a crazy fight this is. Um I didn't even realize they booked this fight. It must this must be new, right? Because I know Shane Burgos got injured, right? Um Wow, this is a crazy one. Uh I don't see the odds on DK. Let me just double check here. That's that's wild. Um so I they have I believe fought before. Um let me let me, let me check this out. I think they fought in what in WSOF I want to see let me see here um yeah they fought in WSOF like, seven years ago and Marlon beat Shaman by a third round rear naked choke now to be fair that was when Marlon was like arguably like I don't know if he was the best weight in the world but he was like top five easily um he was like top three even at that point um this is a different fight, though. Marlon's coming off five straight or four straight losses by knockout, like getting brutally knocked out. He's 34 now. He's not super old, but the knockouts add up, right? And then Shaman, he does have some power. He's 32. He's a little bit younger, but he does have some power. We've seen that uh, throughout his career. On paper, Marlon Rise is the better fighter, guys, but like I don't really trust his durability anymore, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if he lost this fight. The odds just came out for this fight. They actually just came out today. It's crazy. I was looking right now. Shaman's the favorite, minus 175. So it just popped up. That's interesting. Um, I guess I would lean Shaman too because it's hard to bet on Marlon Moraes right now, right? Because of the durability issue. So that's the problem here. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably a I'll stay away from. It's kind of like short notice fight. It's kind of a weird fight. All right, now we get to the tournament fights, which we want to talk about here. Um, actually, let, let me finish the last uh, non-tournament fight first. Julia Button Aspen Lad. Another kind of weird one, Lads minus 215, Bud plus 25. I mean, lad should win. She should, right? Like, she is a good fighter. She's only 27, super young, hasn't looked good lately, but now that she's back at featherweight, she should be able to make this weight class. And at her best, I mean, she was a devastating fighter at some points. You know, this fight with Yannick Utskaga and this other one with Tanya Avenger in her debut, or not her debut, it was her, it was her second fight at the UFC. That was a devastating, devastating knockout. So it's just been a few years since that. I'm just not sure what version of um, Aspen Lab we're getting anymore. That's the problem I have with her right now. Like, it's hard to trust her. Again, she should win this fight because she's the younger fighter. and probably won her prime. But again, Julia Budd, very experienced. She's 39, though. You know, that's, again, I have a hard time picking someone who's 39. Also, she just lost to Jenna Fabian. That's a fight she should have won. She was a favorite and lost. Um, But before that, look at the win streak she was on besides the Cyborg loss, right? So, She's good. Um, this is a good fight. I really like this fight. It's a good matchup for both women. I'd favor Aspen Ladd, I guess, because of the age. But we all know that the age doesn't always mean they'll win. So it wouldn't completely shock me if Lad's Lad just had another bad performance because there's just so much going on with her with the weight cutting and stuff like that this year. It's been a crazy year. But I still gotta go with her to win the fight. Probably by decision, I would guess. Um can't believe oh yeah, we didn't talk about this, Jim. 50 bucks for this pay-per-view. I mean, I like, I don't see a ton of people buying it, you know, personally, but I'll probably end up watching it. I'm just saying like, I I think the general and may fan or whatever the casual fan you want to say, like, are they really going to buy this? I doubt it. All right. Let's go to the tournament fights here. We got Omari up against Rob Wilkinson in the middleweight division for a million bucks here. Or sorry, not middleweight. Excuse me. It's light heavyweight. Right now, the odds for this one, Wilkinson minus 195, Omari up 165. I like Rob Wilkinson in this fight, guys. Like, to me, this guy—you know—I know he got cut by the UFC a few years ago because he lost to uh, CR and Israel. <laughs> like that, imagine getting cut off losing to Israel. Since then, he's just looked amazing. He's training at Factory X now. He's at a good camp. He's looked incredible in PFL this year—like really, really good. So improved. He's always been a striker with good power, but just he just looks better now. His grappling looks better. Everything, and he's only 30 years old. The UFC didn't really give him a fair shake. He got cut four years ago. Um, I think this guy's really good. I'm excited to see this fight. Omar Akhmedov, obviously UFC veteran himself, tons of fights in the UFC, a little bit older, 35. You no, know, coming off a, a couple decent wins here. The Josh O'Darrow winner was a nice win. Victor Pesta. I mean, these are decent wins. And he was the dog in, in two of those fights, right? So he's done a good job winning as an underdog, but again, you know, lost to the late Jordan Young last year. That was, even, that was just over a year ago. It was a huge favorite. Um, the UFC career was a little bit up and down, but I don't know, man. I, I've seen this guy get knocked out a bunch of times and Wilkinson is a devastating striker. I got to go with Rob Wilkinson in this fight, guys. I, I do like the line too. I mean, it's, it's a short line, Rice 195. I like Rob Wilkinson in this fight. I'm I know I'm picking all the favorites, but it's like, they should win on this card, especially this fight. I, I just really like this guy. Now this fight's interesting. Delano Taylor against uh Saturday BC. Um, what's this guy named? The postman is the Swedish Denzel Washington. Love the nicknames here. Odds for this one. C 155, Taylor plus 135. Like, See, this fight could be an upset, I think. You know? Um, this definitely could be a potential upset. Taylor's looked good. He, he was the guy that I think he was short-most replacement, right, in the tournament. He didn't lose to magma McHara, but did beat Rory McDonald. And I know Rory's, like, finished in his, in his career, but still it was a good win. Yeah, 3-1 now in uh, PFL and wins in Titan FC. The one lost to Feraldo before, uh, P- uh, before in PFL. I think he's pretty good. And then C, I mean, he also beat Rory. It wasn't super impressive, but his takedown defense looked good. He beat uh, Carlos Lial, which I think is a good win. I get why he's favored, but I look at the loss. He's had a lot of losses, too. I don't know about this one, man. I, I honestly don't know about this one, guys. I think this fight could go either way. I really do. I wouldn't be surprised if the opponent wins this one, uh, Taylor. I think it's dogger pass. There's going to be, like, not all these favorites are going to win, I don't think, the um, million dollars. There'll be at least one or two upsets. I think this could be one of them. So for me, it's probably a pass. I guess it's Auger pass in my opinion, though. All right, let's go to the next one here. Stevie Ray against Olivier Albert mercier Odds for this one. Minus 365 OEM, Ray plus 300. I mean, OEM should win. Like, again, you know, he's the better fighter on paper. He's looked really good in PFL. Um, I do think Ray's look good, and I think he's a little bit underrated, too, you know? beat Anthony Pettis twice as a dog. Even in the rematch, he was the or even money, I guess, but still... Didn't get much respect after submitting with that twist and then beat some up good in the next fight. The win over Michael Johnson in the UFC a few years ago. But he just lost to Ox Martinez guy. Not a great fight. He's kind of an inconsistent guy, but I mean, he does have some good wins in his career. There's no doubt about it. Like, I don't know. I mean, this, again, the odds are a little bit inflated, in my opinion. I would lean towards OEM to win pro- probably decision to load his five rounds. So you never know. It could be a finish. These are five round fights, these title fights. Man, it's going to be a long ass card. Holy crap. Seven fights on the main card and six of them are, are five rounds it's gonna be a long night so i think the car will be what like four or five hours holy crap it's long um OEM probably but again i think the land's a little bit inflated what matchup are you guys looking forward to doing the pay read the most um well i'll talk about the heavyweight fight next because i think this one's gonna be a banger anti delia against Mathias shuffle odds for this one delia minus 245 shuffle plus 205 Shuffle's just come out of nowhere. I mean, really, like, this guy was on Contender last year. He, he got knocked out by Azmat Mirza Cannab, which is crazy, right? Azmat's in the UFC. I think he's 15th ranked, maybe, in, in the heavyweight division. He just got dropped out of the rankings. He's probably on a 10-12-12 and and deal or whatever in the UFC. This guy's going to make a million dollars he wins his fight. It's crazy, right? Um, they have fought already earlier this year. He got knocked out already. By all accounts, this guy should get knocked out again by Delia. But I honestly don't think Delia's looked that good lately. Um... I think he's a good heavyweight. Don't get me wrong, but like the Shelton Graves fight did not look good. He beat Ferreira, but that was like Ferreira looked awful too. I don't know, man. He lost the Capilozzo. Like that fight was a war, by the way. That for, that, that, that that title fight last year was an absolute war. Um, I I have to pick Delia. He already has the knockout winner for this guy. Just saying, it's heavyweight, but it should be a banger, man. I think it's a banger for as long as it lasts. So to answer your question, uh, Antoine, that would probably be the fight. Two other, uh, two more fights here, guys. Brandon Lofting against Boba Jenkins at featherweight. Odds for this one. Lofton minus one seventy, Jenkins plus one forty five. Yeah, I mean this this is another fight where I get it. Lofton's good. I mean, he's definitely good. He's got good striking, pretty good takedown defense. But Robert Jenkins is 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 a pretty good wrestler, man. You know, he's got the he has a path to victory here in this fight, right? If you can take him down and hold him there five rounds, I think that'll be difficult to do because it's five rounds. I don't know if he can do it for the full five. I w- I would lean towards Lofton. This wrong brawl is way to a decision here too, but again. You know, you probably will see an upstair two in the title fights, and this could be one of them. And then, obviously, the main event, Kayle Harrison against Larissa Pacheco. I mean, let's be honest, guys, this fight is it's really not competitive. Minus 580, Harrison, plus 440 Pacheco. Um, I'm checking to see if there's any props out uh, right now. Because I think that the way to attack this under three and a half is minus 150. I mean, to me, that seems like a good deal. Probably get like, you could probably get Harrison like, by finish. Um, At plus money too um, when the odds come out for this Um, they've already fought twice she won both fights I think it was decision I want to double check decision and um, decision twice but this is five rounds right that was three that was five okay so the second fight was five rounds okay but she's been finishing everyone lately and she needs to really put a statement out there she wants to get that big fight that she's looking after I don't know, man. Pacheco's look good. She look actually, I would say she looked great. Like, I think she's looked fantastic. She's just finding the worst possible matchups you can have. Harrison wins by ground and pound or by submission. I think she submits her or, or finishes her. So. I would I would be looking for a prop on, on her winning uh inside the distance. You know what and if Cheko's tough enough to survive the decision I can I think I could accept that loss, you know. But I think honestly the way Harrison's fighting she should finish this fight in my opinion. I think Bubba wins. I think it's possible too. Are you surprised Kayla was much bigger favorite the first two fights? Um are you asking if I'm surprised the line is like kind of like lower this time a little bit? I mean, I, I think it's giving respect to Pacheco. But she's looked great. She's looked fantastic. I just think the the grappling is going to play here. Andrew, what's up, man? How's it going? 2022 wouldn't be the weirdest thing. Kayla get knocked out. Honestly, at this point, I'm not going to even be surprised if anything happens in the sport. But like, I, I would I would strongly lean towards her just being able to get the fight to the ground again. Like her her grappling is just it's just next level, right? And Pacheco was a good fighter, but again, like. She hasn't really fought a grappler as good as Kayla since they first fought. And, you know, the, the girl she beat, I mean, let's be honest, she should have beaten them, right? Like, she did look good, though. That's the thing. She's knocked out five straight opponents. I think she's looked great. She shouldn't be been cut the UFC, man. She got a kind of a raw deal. Lost to Andrade and then ran to me. Beats Carol Roast in the regional scene. Comes back on uh, tough. Loses to Major Chase. There's like three good fighters. Like, two champions, two former champs, and then a pretty good fighter. So, She's had a raw deal, but I think she's pretty good. I just don't like that matchup for if That makes sense. Anyways, that's that's it for the PFL card. Um, I just wanted to go through with you guys quickly. It should be a pretty good card, I think. Um, I don't know, like I don't know how many people are going to buy it for fifty bucks, to be honest with you. But I think it should be a pretty good card. Close that up here. I'll stay on for a few more minutes, guys. If you have any other questions? And I'll I'll, uh, I'll answer them then to get out of here. Totals. Yeah, I just saw that. Um. I would lean under personally but I, that's just that's a that's one line right we'll get more by the end of the week we'll get like inside the distance and stuff like that. You look what's on Lin? How good is Streamer? It's pretty good. I mean it's free right? So it's a free uh, streaming service. I, mean, I haven't really had any issues with it. I think it's pretty good. Um there might be something better out there I'm, I'm not 100% sure but for me it's it's worked. I think we we st- we switched this like 2 years ago I want to say like during the pandemic. We used to we tried uh Google Hangouts like 3 years ago me and James used to do it like that and then they got rid of that. So, I think it's been like two years with the streamers. I think it's been pretty good. And it's, like I said, it's been free. So, Brave is a fun card this weekend. I'll pull it up, Andrew. One sec. Thoughts on Gurum and Moises. Great fight. I mean, I would lean Gurum, though. I think he's great. Let me pull up the Brave CF card um, for you, Andrew. I'll go back really quick. Um. All right. Let me pull this up. I'll take some other questions if you guys want to. Just me today, anyways. All right. Brave CF. I I don't know a ton about these guys, man. It's in Indonesia. That's interesting. Okay, that's cool. Um, Junior tough is in the car. Okay, okay, that's Justin's brother, former uh, Glory guy, He's a kickboxer. Look at the main event here: Chad Hanicum, Superman, South Africa guy. Is he trained with? Is he trained with What Let me see. Fight Fit Militia, or is that a different? I guess it's a different uh, team. Eh? But there's some good fighters coming out of Africa right now, which is good to see. Especially when they go to the when the UFC goes, it's going to be awesome. This guy's looked pretty good lately. Eh? A lot of knockouts, a lot of um, experience in Brave up yeah, after EFC Africa. That's another potion there. Um, his opponent here in Jai La, good record. He's old, thirty-six, South Korean fighter. He's also looked, I guess, pretty good lately, right? a Road FC guy. Um, I don't know, thirty-six though. Let's let's getting up there, right? But his opponent also is not super young. I don't think, I mean, I could be wrong. This guy looks like he's in his thirties probably. Um, again, I, I don't, I don't keep track of Bracey up that much, but if you have a fight that you think is really good, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Should sure. Gillespie ask for his release to fight PFL? Uh, you should, you should just fight again. Are you a fan of Lex Friedman content? Don't even know who that is. Sorry. Um, I think I've heard his name, but who is it? Is he like a conspiracy theorist guy or something? <laughs> like, I don't know who that is, man. got to be honest with you. Um, Anyways, any other questions, guys? I'll take them. Um, Let we'll me get out here in a few minutes as well. Any idea when who Valentina need to fight next? Don't know at this point. We don't know at this point. I mean, Valentina <sighs> Firo looked pretty good against Chigain, but not amazing. But she is number contender now, so they could do that fight. Um, for Amanda, I don't know. Viera, I don't know what they're going to do with Amanda. I really don't know. I'm not sure. It's hard to say, but like we should get news soon, right? We should get news soon. What podcast you guys listen to? Um, honestly, not as many as I used to. To be honest with you, I used to listen to like a lot more podcasts, but really just now, like mine, uh, we have ours obviously, and then I'll listen to like, James's, um, Cole's interviews uh, with the fighters. Honestly, man, that's pretty much, it. like, I hate to say it, but I'm just trying to support my friends at this point. Um, and the pro- the thing is, like, I I, I respect every- all the content guys are doing. Like, there's so many good podcasts out there, and I think you should definitely listen to them all and find the ones you like the most and stuff, although this is the best one, obviously. I'm just joking. Um, but the thing is, I feel like when I used to listen to so many of them, it would kind of, like, change my, or cloud my opinion, or, like, in- impact my opinions, because I'd be, like, almost wanting to, like, not be, like, different than other people. And then I'm like, you know what? I, I these are I, I know the sport just as well as anyone. Let me just, you know, try to like not have those thoughts in my mind, especially before we, before we do our pick show here. So that's why I've kind of cut them out, but just to answer your question. Um, But yeah, I used to listen to like a lot more podcasts about like other sports and stuff, but for now it's like, I don't know, man, I just, uh, not as many as I used to, to be honest with you. Um, good question though. Thoughts on the crow situation. We talked on the first podcast that uh, ate loco. I mean, at this point, it's playing out. I don't want to say he's guilty of it because I don't think it's fair to let the uh, the um, legal situation play out. It doesn't look good though, and I'm just curious to see like how it impacts the fighters. Like, will they choose to to leave his uh, his camp? Right, that's a possibility. What do you favor between Darius and Poirier? It's a great fight, but i would probably favor like po- uh, Poirier. Who your picture champs in East division? Come there in 2023. That's a great question. I love that question. Let's let's pull up the rankings. Even though they suck, it just gives us a good, like, snapshot into um, who's, like, kind of, like, at the top of the division you know? right now. Because, like, I I mean, like, there could be someone that's ranked that wins a belt, but it's probably not going to happen. Flyweight, um, I, I figure it might win this fight, but, like, will he stay at 125, right? Probably not. So, oh, man, that's a tough one. That that division's tough. I guess I would have to go with... Uh, I don't know. Maybe Pantoja, if he gets, like, a title shot, especially at Figaro. It just depends, right? Because he might give up the belt. It's so hard to predict, Andrew. Like, this stuff's hard to predict, man. Um, Sterling at Bantamweight, Um At this point, man, I think I'd have to lean towards Sterling. I think he's really underrated at this point. And, you know, O'Malley's good. Marab's good. He's not going to fight Marab. But I'm just saying, O'Malley's good. He might give him a good fight. But, I mean, I think you have to lean towards Sterling. At 145, <sighs> What's another tough one? Volk is the best fighter there, but you know how if he loses to Islam, how does he recover from that loss? Like, how does he look at that? Drafting as odds, okay. Let me take a look at that. I'll pull it up if there is. I didn't know. Sorry. Uh, let me pull it up here. Um, where, where do you see it? Uh, maybe I'm. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't see the UFC future ones uh, today. Anyways. I don't see it right now. Um, maybe they pulled them down for some reason. I don't know. I don't see them right now, though. Um, yeah, I mean, Featherweight, I still have to lean towards Volk, right? But again, I don't know. I'm just picking the champs now, but someone's going to lose their belt, right? Shit. So hard to say, guys. Like, I mean, I don't think a lot of us think Leon was going to win that belt. Yeah, yeah no worries. Thanks. I, they might put them back up off the next card or something, probably readjusting the odds. Um, Volk's not being Islam. Probably not, no. I don't think I said he was going to beat him, did I? I don't think so. Um I, I I mean, he has a chance. Like everyone's got a chance. Volk is the best pound for pound fighter in the world. I don't think it's like ridiculous to say he's gonna win that fight, you know, but it looks like a tough fight against the guy who can grapple and wrestle and, and can strike too, so and a bigger guy. <laughs> That's the thing. Volk's moving up like it's crazy what he's doing. He's putting on like his what, twenty three fight win streak on the line to move up in weight. It's kinda crazy. So um yeah, I'm just saying, a feather. I was talking about Featherweight, though. I think, you know, because he could lose to Islam to go back to Featherweight, and he'd fight the winner of Yair and, and uh, Emmett. Probably beats those guys, too. I guess Volk would be my pick there. Islam, yeah, I guess I'd have to go with Islam. Edward, okay, well, here's one I think will change hands. I mean, Edwards is a great fighter. Don't get me wrong, okay? I definitely think he's amazing. The head-kicking lander was one of the best knockouts of all time, but... I think Usman gets his belt back, and if Usman doesn't get the belt back, I think Homsy beats him. That's a that's a that's a uh, champ. that's probably gonna lose the belt, guys. I think Leon. He'll enjoy it. He's enjoying his victory tour for the next you know couple months. But if he doesn't lose to Usman, he'll lose to Mayev. If he doesn't lose to he loses to Covington. I think. You know, he got the job done. He got the knockout. All credit to the guy. I just the grappling to me. I know it's improved. They obviously, look good in that first round, but I still think he can get beaten by a better grappler. So. He'll probably lose his belt. Pereira, same kind of situation. Like, you know, he has to fight Izzy again. There's no sure thing he'll beat that, beat him in a rematch. He might. He obviously seems to have Izzy's number, but like, you know, a Whitaker, Whitaker goes and beats Costa, he probably gets the next title shot. He has he matches up decently against Pereira. Decently. I'm not saying great, but decently. And then you have a guy like Vittorio who matches up decently as well. Or even I you know, Brunson isn't very chinny, but brunson has got the wrestling to make it interesting. So that's another one where could you could see a, a title change hands, I think, a middleweight. And light heavyweight, I'm, you know, that fight's happening next the uh, next two weeks, I think, or three weeks, I should say. Yuri and Glover, too. I mean, Yuri's the favorite. I get it. Glover was close to winning the first fight and lost. But honestly, even if Glover doesn't win the belt, like, Ankle Live might give him problems. Um, Hill could give him problems. I think Yuri probably loses the belt, too. I hate to say it because I really like this guy, but... The way he fights is so wild, guys. Like, he'll probably lose. Um, no worries, West Coast. I actually thought I said that. Um, I mean, I think Volk could win. I'm just saying, like, I, I'm not picking him right now, though, just to be clear. That's all That's all I was trying to say. He could win, though. Yeah, I think Ankle Live is a, a good good prediction. So if you get good odds of Ankle Live to win the belt next year, that's someone to look at. I think Jones coming back. He's been saying it for three years, Jim. I don't think so, man. Usman, plus and Kamaya, plus 250 last week. You take both, and then you could win something, right? You'd win. You'd win if they both, uh, if either one of them won the belt. The odds aren't great, though. But I mean, I think both of them could win. Um, all right. And then what else? Uh, heavyweight, another one, right? Another one. Um, Pens right. If Jones comes back and fights Francis, that's a very interesting fight. I think Francis beats Stepe. Like, I don't. If they fought again, I don't think that'd be a good fight. I think the gone fight would be interesting in rematch because the first time it was so close. We all we all saw the fight. But Francis, you know, at this point, I, I if Jones doesn't come back, I mean, I would probably pick Francis over these guys. But uh, I think Francis could lose too. I mean, it's heavyweight again, right? It's possibly could lose. It's very possible. Yeah, I, think, I like Inkleve plus one twenty. I think he probably ends up being the champ next year. To be honest with you, but again, we, there's so much that can happen. I would I wouldn't even bet on that until you see what happens with Glover and uh, Yuri first. Women's divisions, Jang. I think Zhang probably keeps the bell because unless they gave her Rose again, which seems like kind of a tricky matchup. It's almost like Rose. It, there's some fighters that have you know tricky matchups against certain fighters, like Izzy with Pereira and back in the day, Matthews and Dennis Hallman, right? Someone just sometimes the fighter decides your number and Rose seems to have a daily, although the second time is close. Um but otherwise, like I don't really th- think that these other challengers give her much of a threat. I think she is gonna be the champ next year. Valentina, same thing. I mean, listen, like Furo Santos. I forgot about Santos earlier. Someone was asking about who she could fight next. The rematch does make sense, but regardless, Furo or Santos, um, you know, if it's Furo, I feel better about her there. Santos is interesting because Santos, I think Santos won that first fight before the eye injury, especially like she was definitely winning. So that's a potential one, Santos, right there. I don't know what the odds are on her um, if they're you know when they come back out, but maybe her. And then women's bantamweight. This would be a good one to bet against, Amanda, just because Amanda might, you know, fight Juliana or whoever again. Maybe they do the trilogy or she fights uh, Caitlin or Aldana. She could fight any of them, but I feel like she might end up, you know, uh, vacating her belt and, and retiring potentially, too, right? So that's one you could bet against just the fight or retiring, not necessarily losing, but retiring. So that's that's a uh, potential as well. So hopefully I answered the question of whoever was asking it. Anyways, um, I think that's good. Bet Santos plus 200, plus 1200 this sure year, next week was, next year was plus 800. That's decent odds. It's not bad odds at all. Um. Anyways, I think that's it. Oh, there's one other comment I missed too. Sorry. If Holloway moves up, to so Chandler be welcoming the division fight? Man, it'd be awesome. I'd love to see that. He Actually, he did fight uh, Dustin Poirier a few years ago, and right? he lost, so don't know if he'll move up, but he might have to, because it's like Max has forgotten about a 145, just because Volk's the champ, right? But, uh, yeah. All right, anyways, I'm going to end the podcast, guys. I'm pretty much talked out here. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed the podcast. Short one here today. Just wanted to preview PFL. Guys, follow me on Twitter at mmadamartinpodcast.com. Like, subscribe, tell your friends about it. Back next Monday with Marcel. be recapping what happened this weekend. and We'll be previewing the UFC Orlando card, which should be really good. Hope you guys have an amazing weekend. I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. And see you guys soon. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate the, uh, the kind words, man. Back next Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Peace.